You are listening to Ambivalence, a podcast where my dumbass husband and his friend talk aimlessly for an hour. How boring. I'm Scott. This is Nick. Um, we're just two great friends who just want to bullshit for an hour. And we have an awesome, awesome first episode for you guys. Jay Prozac's with us, and we are beyond honored to have him on the show. Uh, Jay, thank oh, you yeah. so much for being part of this, man. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. We, we are super stoked to, to just bullshit and talk about toys and nostalgia. That's right. No music today, folks. Toys <laughs> and nostalgia. Uh, so, Jay, what, what do you got for us, man? What what was that one toy you had to get when uh, when you were little? That one, that like, this is the toy I need to have, the action figure, whatever it was. Dude, when I was little, little, a big wheel. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, before the action figures, man, I had to have the big wheel. The big wheel? <laughs> I think of all the neighborhood girls. The big that wheel, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I had it, and I got taken away because I was hitting everybody with it. <laughs> I ruined that one. Action figures, man. You know, I don't know. See, dude, I started out collecting Smurfs from what I can remember. Smurfs. Smurfs. I know. I'm pretty badass, huh? <laughs> what about you, Scott? Little blue Smurfs. Hell yeah. Oh, me? It was, I was all about the Batman animated uh, series figures that they came out with, and the the wrestling figures that were so stiff and were made of rubber that were, like, just just the cheapest looking, but, man, I got so much use out of them, so much playtime out of them, and oh, yeah. uh, Ninja, Ninja Turtles, of course. Yeah. I mean, those toys yeah. just, they don't look as good as they did back then, that's for sure. No. I was never really into the toy thing, so <laughs> this episode is like. <laughs> oh God! But, uh, it's, already, it's already going downhill. It's already <laughs> going downhill. <laughs> I, I have a giant box right next to me of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's awesome. Originals. I got about sixty from from the eighties, early nineties. So cool. Yeah, my thing was like BMX, like right out the gate. As old as I could start riding a bike, that was my whole life. So. When did you start riding, Jay? Uh, so I got, I got into the actual riding riding when I was 12. Nice. So I, I was probably like between like 10 and 11. I was like getting into BMX Plus, you know, and I wanted to freestyle. I wanted to do that's what I wanted to do. This was we're talking like 85, 84, oh, yeah. 85, 86. And uh yeah, it wasn't until about 80, it was 87 when I started racing. Nice. So my, all my friends were telling me, you're too small to, to, to ride a freestyle bike. You got to race. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my, my dream bike was a GT World Tour or the nice. uh, pro, pro Performer of the World Tour. Nice. I never got one. 
<laughs> but yeah, I started racing racing in '87, and then probably by like '90. 93, 94 is when I started getting into the, you know, the whole uh, dirt and ramp and street and nice. that whole world. Were you ever in anything like that, Scott? Like um, any extreme sports, like skateboarding or anything? I was I was a fat kid. Uh, so gravity was <laughs> so on so my side. I. So if I fell, I fell hard. So no, I wasn't really into that kind of thing, but... I mean, I would be on a bicycle and ride it, but nothing like tricks or anything, because I know the consequences of what would happen is I'd fall and hurt myself very badly. <laughs> yeah. I went on a skateboard once, ran to a fence, and that was the end of that career. So, no, <laughs> no, I, I admire those that can do it, though. It's fucking awesome to see. Just, I, not me. Nick and I weren't smart enough. We kept hitting the fence and kept coming back for more. Yeah, no. I'm not a big fan of pain. <laughs> uh, so so what's with the toys man we're, we're, we're yeah, uh, yeah. Toys. my bad I, I mean yeah i mean it's just well i saw that you collect mass and universe stuff lately and that you've been on to like the collecting and i was like well is this stuff that he'd like back when he was a kid or just just now started you know yeah i know so i had a few toys like collecting wise like i i I got into, I was big on Smurfs and I actually have a pretty, pretty big Smurf collection currently. That's and awesome. uh, my, my story behind that, well, for one, again, the eighties, early mid eighties, Smurfs and the Snorks, they were like a back to back on, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. And of course we had Transformers and, you know, He-Man and Care Bears and Wuzzles and. Dude, I do remember the Transformer toys. Those were so cool. Like the yeah. way they would transform into different shit. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Insecticons are always my favorite Transformers. I didn't have a huge yeah. collection as a kid, but I the Insecticons are my definitely my favorite. Did you have the Megatron when he was a gun before they turned him into a plane? I did not. But no. my 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 drummer Jimmy does. He has like four or five of them at least, probably. Yeah, <laughs> he's a huge I, I mean actually, if you could get him on something like this about toys, he's like Half his life is wheeling and dealing 80s yeah. toys. I can, but, never um, have to, I can never figure out how to put those things together. It's fucking impossible. Yeah, no, they're, yeah they're, I don't know, man. They're, they're, they're pretty damn cool. I mean, yeah, they're, they're cool, but they're impossible they're, to put together. Not as, not as impossible as a Rubik's Cube, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one. I had some. I I had a bunch of toys that I you know I collected battle beasts and micro machines when I got a little bit. Oh, little hell yeah, micro machines! Yeah, and uh, I I still have a bunch of my micro machines. Um, my young guy had two younger brothers, so they destroyed a bunch of my shit. Uh, I traded my original Smurf collection for a TurboGrafx sixteen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, was, I was huge into video games, so that was like I was into video games and bikes. And then it was yeah. bikes music. <laughs> but uh yeah, dude, I love Battle Beasts and I loved uh the uh I never really got into G.I. Joe's. Mm -hmm. So and I had a bunch of Star Wars figures, but I didn't get crazy. I, I think I realized like I really like the fantasy stuff and the cartoony yeah. stuff more than like the realistic, you know, toys. I watched G.I. Joe. I definitely I watch that as much as I watch everything else, but you know, and even now getting back into it, I just got back into it last year uh, around Christmas time. 
I was out Christmas shopping and I I saw lots of cool figures. I picked up the current line of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pop figures. Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, and in my travels, I saw a gremlin, which turned out being NECA, which is where I started learning about the NECA company. Okay. And I picked up a, I picked up a gremlin from, you know, these were like, I'm going to buy these and I'll wrap them up and give them to my wife and tell them they're from the kids for me or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I totally understand. I totally understand. Uh, I give my parents a pop figure every Christmas just because everyone, who doesn't love to get a toy, you know? So yeah. I've gotten them, like, the Christmas Vacation Collection. I've gotten them the Spartans from SNL, um, like yeah. my Ditka figure. Like, I don't know. I think I, I like, collect pop figures like crazy. They're, so, they're just so, like, they just grab my attention. Yeah. And they have new lines out all the time. They're just like, yeah, I'll put this in my office or... I'm in my bedroom. Like they're just, yeah, they're they're a lot of fun to have. Did you guys ever get into like the building model car thing? Uh, I I built models for a while. Yeah, and um, that that was one thing that I got really into for a while. But uh, as far as toys go, that was like my main thing was the model cars. So yeah, what I had a few. Kid models. were you? What's that? <laughs> what kind of kid were you? <laughs> I told you, dude, I, I was like five years old and I took my dad's tools, took my own training wheels off and just went. And that was wow. it. That was my whole youth is riding a bike. So, yeah. I know what kind of kid he was. I was a little <laughs> bit I was a little bit behind, not behind than uh, age wise. But also the sport was a different thing when, when uh, at your age. How old yeah. are you, Nick? I'm 36. Yeah, so it was, um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I started riding bikes around five or six, but yeah. I didn't, yeah, like I said, it was probably like 10 or so when I was like, I want to do this stuff. Yeah. But dude, once it grabbed me, yeah, I mean, it consume, it's still, it's still a huge part of my life, even though I'm not on my bike all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Yeah, it was, uh, that was, that was my entire youth. I think I think it all happened like I watched the movie Rad <laughs> when I was a kid, and that was it. I was I was sold on BMX. That was my whole world. <laughs> yeah, and then aside from that, like I said, the, the model cars and stuff. But unfortunately, I would build them, and then they just get destroyed by somebody being careless and dropping them or something. And yeah, I got sick of it, so I just went back to riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did some models. I, I remember when I was on a Boy Scout trip. We slept overnight on a battleship. Oh, and, nice! And I wound up buying a model battleship, and so I built that, and I had that. I got into that for a while. I had a, a Magnum PI uh, Ferrari. And, nice. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I had a few others. I totally, definitely was like, and I was recently thinking that about getting one from one of my sons because yeah. uh, he doesn't have a lot of. Um, hands-on hobbies type things and i yeah. was so, thinking yeah. maybe, maybe that would be he was into legos for a bit yeah. you know it's, it's kind of similar to you know when you get those crazy sets mm-hmm. but uh yeah model building's fun it's like it can be a very it's very it can be very rewarding oh yeah definitely yeah i actually had uh before i i moved to uh connecticut i had a bunch of models and they got destroyed on the move up here, so I just I tossed them all away. It sucks though, because you spend so much time building them, and then they just end up getting destroyed. But yeah, it does suck. 
Yeah. Anytime I try to collect something, I end up unfortunately losing it. <laughs> That's uh, how it goes. I stopped trying to collect it. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah. Do you have a collection of anything, Scott? Like toy-wise? Um, I just collect pop figures. Um, just but not like not sets. Just when I think they they look cool. Um, yeah. My latest obsession have been the Marvel Luchadors, where they make the superheroes into Luchador wrestlers, and I've been like collecting those. Um, and I've seen. Yeah, they're really badass. Um, but as far as like collecting, I don't have like no. Um, <laughs> I don't really have like a collection of something. Yeah, I have like the Bob Burger set, but that's that's about all the collecting I've done. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been forcing collections onto my wife recently. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, she's not like I think she she digs it on a couple of things she's into. I actually started picking up uh Care Bears. Oh so, nice. yeah, yeah. I saw you know, so I I picked her up maybe at this point, probably like eight or nine of the you know the the bigger the bigger Care Bear stuff. Oh plus. the plush ones? Yeah. Oh sweet. So, I picked her up those here and there and pop figures. I didn't get into the pop figures until recently either. Mm-hmm. And like my problem is, is like I'm, I'm very obsessive with shit. So when I get into something, well, you know me from music. So right. yeah. I get I have a hard time getting into things just out of the fear of like I know I'm gonna just focus way too hard on it. Right. Yeah. I have a hard time to be casual with things. Yeah, no, I totally understand. So I've been very cautious with the pop figures I buy. Mm-hmm. So I, I started picking up those turtles, and then it was like instantly I picked up a couple of the He-Man figures. So currently I'm I'm collecting He-Man, and I never collected He-Man as a kid. Okay. But I'm I'm collecting the classic series, and I'm trying not to, and the pops, and I'm trying yeah. not to I'm trying not to get like the new Revelation ones that are coming out, and yeah. just because I'm like, ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I can't just buy one. Right. Yeah. I got I to be a completist, you know? You got to get them all right. Right. But at the same time, I'm not like completely batshit crazy, like record collecting. Yeah. Like, I, I'm cool. Like, I, it's awesome. Like, people will buy 10 versions of a record. I'm uh, totally not like that. I right. like to have, like, I want to have every Screeching Weasel record. I don't need every print, every color, every <laughs> version. Yeah. As long as I have, you know, if there's something drastically different, like, there's an alternate, you know, a new cover and a re whatever, maybe. But really, so you know, I'm the same way with like I noticed the pop figures. They have they have them numbered. You know how they have them, they got the yep. numbers in whatever series. I just realized those numbers don't even designate, they'll have the same numbers, but there's alternate versions with the same number. Right, yeah, go to the This one's got like golden sparkly paint or mm-hmm. it's some something different but they don't call it a different you know <laughs> so I don't try not to go nuts looking for all that stuff either no it's yeah. impossible and plus like how much how expensive those kind of rare figures are is insane yeah I mean I was trying to find a Johnny and a D.D. Ramon pop figure and <laughs> I was like nope my wall cannot afford this yeah, Joey, Joey's the only one I got. That was the first yeah, well, Joey's, Joey's like 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, find Joey Joey's what I have, too. Yeah. And I, some of that stuff, like, I realized I didn't get into it. If I got into it a few years ago, I could have grabbed, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the NECA 
I um I mean those are like fifty five bucks for a two pack, mm-hmm. you know Target and Walmart and stuff. Yeah. And I remember years ago seeing them, and I was like, oh these look really cool. I saw the price tag. I'm, like, I'm not paying that for a fucking toy. And and I and I pushed off buying a few different uh, the original reissues of the turtles and stuff, like you know like in the, in the mid two thousands. And now I'm kicking myself a little bit because I'm like, oh, if I would have grabbed some of this stuff as it was happening, now you're going to pay two hundred dollars for, right? Which I won't do, you know. But uh, no, no, it's it's crazy what people pay for that stuff. Yeah, I can't find a purpose to spend that kind of money when there's like. There's way other more important shit I got to spend my money on than yeah. a fucking toy. Like this that. right here. This right here is more important. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's your paycheck, go do. Yeah. Yep. So. <sighs> so what yeah. do you got? What What was um? What was like your favorite TV commercial for a toy? Like back in the day when you were a kid. So I just kept playing in my head like all these different commercials from the nineties and like toys and shit. Oh Jesus. Do you have like a favorite commercial, Scott? The one that just like popped in my mind was uh for Rock'em Sockums? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Uh Rock'em What about Bob the moon boots one? one? Those giant balloon boxing gloves? Oh yeah. That was the yep. Rock'em Boppers. Rock'em. <laughs> That's the first thing that popped in my mind. And like yeah, like I'll catch you those, I'll catch you the '90s jingles were and how how outrageous they were. Like this is red, new toy, it's red, it's awesome. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> False advertisement. Am I the yeah, only one like, who had moon boots? Are the first thing that popped in my mind. I yeah. <laughs> I never had, had moon boots. The crossfire. Thing. I did. Oh, crossfire. Game. Oh yeah, yeah, crossfire. I remember that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> crossfire. <laughs> Hungry hippos are always a classic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crossfire was a game that was fun for a day, and then you lose all the little silver balls, and then you couldn't play anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a lot of those games, man. Yeah, you play them like once or twice, and it was yeah. a done deal. Mousetrap. Yeah. All the all those pieces that came with, came with. You know, kids are gonna lose those. Dude, I've had so many versions of mousetrap and that my kids have and i don't know if they've ever even used it yeah because <laughs> the only payout is to just do the mechanics you don't want to play the game you just want to set it up and see the mouse get trapped <laughs> I, I, I played a lot of board games as a kid though yeah my brothers we actually you know we played a lot of monopoly stratego clue oh, yeah. battleship did you play like, any of those big like uh, D board games i never got into those no, no. Yeah, that shit yeah, was scary. People die. <laughs> yeah, I never got into those ones, but yeah. the uh, which is like comics too. I never got into comic books, but I'm so obsessed with like the comic book movies mm-hmm. and you know the the punk rock comic book connection, and I love cartoon artwork and everything else. But I never got into comics. No, yeah, it's not my thing either. I'm just not a big reader. I'll just wait for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a badass Smurf comic, which I wish I still had. I do have a couple. Yeah, but, yeah um, I, saw, I saw that on Facebook because uh, you know you're, you're very interesting to follow because my life is just completely boring. Um, that you've gone to the movies a few <laughs> times lately. Um, 
what what was like when you grew up like i'm sure you you know i'm sure you're a big fan of movies what was like that one movie when you were a kid that you just had to go see in theaters and then if you missed out on it you'd be like i like you kick yourself in the ass basically um i can't really think of anything that i i can think of ones that were very epic to me for sure and uh, we used to go to the drive-in theaters as a kid, so that was kind of a regular thing with my family. And um, I remember seeing Cannonball Run, The Twilight Zone. Oh, I fucking love Cannonball Run. Yeah, Gremlins. Mm, you know, um, so there was a lot of really cool movies I saw as a kid. In the, but uh, we had a theater in town where I grew up, and uh, so I, I was well. It was early whenever uh, I saw I saw Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Sweet. Dude, that was like driving out to see that, riding on my on my bike. The movie was fucking two dollars, and uh, dude, sitting in that theater and just like watching that, you know, the 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 opening scene when the, when the the the, uh, the things coming down and rotating, yeah, and it turns oh. into the boot. like, dude, that was like one of my most memorable movie moments as a kid. <laughs> That's awesome. That movie was just. It's uh, still one of my favorite movies oh, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's going to just go back. I mean, it, it still holds up, definitely. Yeah. It's funny to go back to and watch and just have a good time. Like, you're, you're talking about a drive-in movie, right? That was that one. I wasn't. That was in a theater. Oh, okay. we, we had a small. We had a, a called out in Palmer. There was a drive-in theater. Okay, yeah, I think and, I've been there. Yeah, it was called the Metro. You know, yeah. so we go to the double features there, but I, I rode my bike to the t- theater and I grew up in Ware, Mass. Yeah. And um, so I drove my bike out to the theater, me and my buddy Brian, and we had seen a couple movies out there when I was younger. You know, it was a big thing. You're like 10, 11 years old and you're riding your bike oh. out. You got you got cash on you. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's, yeah, definitely. Uh, did, you have your date, did you have your date on the handlebars and drive your date to the movies? Yeah, I had my date on my handlebars till I was out of high school, and that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what was that one movie for you, man? What was that one movie you had that you wanted to go see in theaters that you were so stoked about when you were little that you had begged your parents to take you to? Well, see, it was different for me because my dad owned a, like a video rental place. So he would get all the movies like when they're brand new still, and I'd be able to watch them like as soon as they came out on VHS. And he didn't get like he didn't get previews and shit before they would come out on VHS. And uh, the one movie that stands out to me and it's always been a personal favorite of mine is uh, Better Off Dead with John Cusack. Fucking love that movie. That you know it's before my time, but it's still it was just a perfect movie. That movie is by far my favorite movie. That's in my top five. Yeah, like, definitely it's a great, great movie of all time. Yeah. What about you, Scott? Oh, man. Um, I would probably say The Sandlot was one I was really stoked about seeing in theaters. Um, that is a great that's movie. one of my favorite movies to this day, too. Uh, it's it's why I just go back. It's so nostalgic. I mean, my brother and I, once we got on VHS, we would play a movie over and over and over again. And that oh, was yeah. one that we would always just watch like five times in a day. And go yeah. back to so yeah, that's one of my what's definitely one of my favorite movies is the Sandlot. I mean, it's just it's just hilarious and mm-hmm. really good. I mean, I, I, the whole cast was excellent. That and yeah, I'd have to say Sandlot. Yeah, awesome. it's a great. Movie. Yeah. 
Uh, so, uh, any of you guys get into the never-ending story? I was actually going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Again, that's, that. that's my that's like my top like two. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. Definitely. I actually had a uh, had a Lamal shirt. It was the guy who does this, the theme song. He was uh-huh. uh, what the hell band was he in? Uh, they did that song, Too Shy, Too Shy. Uh, oh. Not Culture Club, is it? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, shit, what is it? <laughs> Anyways, I had him, and he had, like, this spiked-haired mullet on it, and it was, like, all sparkly <laughs> and cool. I loved that shirt when I was a kid. Awesome. But yeah, no, I, I love The NeverEnding Story. That was great, definitely. Yeah. It's the one movie I do have tattooed on my arm. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Ivory Tower in Salvador. That's really cool. Yeah, Never Story, like the Goonies, all those movies I I love and watch, enjoy watching. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the Goonies, when my daughter, my daughter gets older, I hope I hope to show all those classics. Um, I she did sit through her first movie with me the other the other day, nineteen um, nineties Little Rascals. I got to sit through that and watch it with me, and she was into it. And I was like, yeah, this is great. Like, <laughs> then we can both watch together. Is this cool? It's a start. A good yeah. one. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, I don't no. think I've ever seen that one. No? Oh, no. Is that you make me, you make me puke or whatever yeah. he says, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You're scum between my toes. <laughs> <laughs> you make yeah, me vomit, I think. Yeah, I've definitely never seen. I've saw the original, like the original, original old one, but definitely not seen the new one. Yeah, Yeah, I used to watch. I I wanted to call it new. I would say, (laughs) but it's it's it it doesn't hold up and it's not great, but it's it's a fun one to watch and she enjoyed it, so I didn't mind putting it on. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely worse movies we could have watched together, but that one wasn't so bad. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys big Back to the Future fans? I oh, liked I the first one. Yeah. See, I liked all of them. I don't care what anybody says. I even like the third one. I liked all of them. The third one didn't do it for me. I mean, it was ridiculous, but I still liked it. Yeah. I think the second one's my favorite. I'd probably go second one, first one, third. Yeah, yeah. I, I go first, for sure. I like the first one a lot. The same thing with the Turtle movies. <laughs> Oh, fuck the third movie. Sorry, that movie was shit. <laughs> that movie, my wife and I debate, we have a huge disargument that she said it's good. And I was like, there's nothing good about this movie. There's no shredder, there's no foot soldiers. It's about a kid named Yoshi. That's the entire movie. It's some kid named Yoshi that they're trying to save. And that's it. I was like, no. I was like, it goes, it goes Secret of the Ooze for me. And then it goes the original, and then the third one doesn't count. We can just toss that one out. Like Indiana Jones, Crystal Skull. It just doesn't count. It's not part of it. Just get rid Dude, of it when, for me. When Secret of the Ooze came out, so I was in high school, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the big things was the yo-yo. You know, the yo-yo. Oh, yeah. Yo-yo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had that yo-yo. I bought that yo-yo at Toys R Us. I wish I still had that fucking thing. Oh, man. That's but, dude, I, I was big. I was big into yo-yos for a while. Because it was, oh, it was uh, when, I was, when I was a freshman and junior, or a freshman and sophomore, I was in a vocational school, so we were in shop with, you know, freshmen who were juniors, and you know, then sophomores or seniors. So the guys that were in our 
upper class, there was these two dudes that were totally into yo-yos and I wound up getting into it. And my, one of my best friends, he got into it. And that was my crown jewel was that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles of Secret of the Universe. Could you have gone the road too? Like, the like, uh, like brothers. No. <laughs> I, I, had some, I, I had a few tricks up my sleeve and every once yeah. in a while I'll grab a yo-yo and I can still... I can still pull a couple off. <laughs> I could walk the dog, but that was it. That's as far as my tricks would go. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I would get them in knots, and then the yo-yo would be broke. And that was it. Once you could get a, a knot in a yo-yo, that's it. Like, there's no, you got the Oh, yeah. That, like, that, that just killed it. Dude, I was at the point where I was buying packs of strings and everything to. Damn. Yeah. What's really fun with a yo-yo is you get it, you, you know, you, you get it whipping down and you get it just resting. Uh huh. Take it off your finger. If you give it a tug and freaking whip it, dude, that thing will shoot up like fifty feet into the sky. Oh. You Just know, from yo-yos the, were the know. OG of fidget spinner. Like, <laughs> give it get a yo-yo instead of a fidget spinner, man. They probably do a lot more with it. Probably. Yeah, man. I used to have yo-yos. Used to have pogs. Pogs are another thing I used to collect. Oh my god, had, pogs. We had. <laughs> About pogs, I don't know anything about pogs. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to play time. the games, but we I all had to get the, the the Power Ranger ones. So that was the thing that you. I didn't know. It's it's like it's like Pokemon cards. You know, I don't know how to play Pokemon, but everybody collects the cards just to have them. That's what oh, pogs are yeah. for me. I have this giant yeah. box, and like you want to play, it's like I don't know how. I just like how they look. <laughs> I used to have those little like capsules like with all the pogs in it and uh, like uh-huh. my slammers in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I never I never knew how to play the game. I never got No, me either, but I collected them though, definitely. Yeah. And that was yeah. they were cheap. I actually forgot all about that until you mentioned it and I was like, oh shit, yeah. I did collect something as it, a kid. It was it was pogs and tiger games. Yeah. Which were the yeah. shittiest form of video games ever put out. <laughs> But you bought them because the cover of them were so cool. It was like yeah. looking at an arcade game and like, oh, like, yeah. And then you play and it's like this black and white pixelated bullcrap and it's impossible to play. <laughs> and and all the buttons were, all the buttons were, um, like, they did different things. It wasn't like up and down. It was like left did whip and right did punch and down was jump and up was this. And it's like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't know how to do this. Give me a Game Boy. I <laughs> was not the only person who did the whole fingerboarding thing. What did you mean that the tech decks? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't say we weren't the only one. I did them. I remember they had bikes too, but I couldn't figure out how to do the bikes. The flick, flick tricks or whatever. Yeah. 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 See, at the point that stuff came out, I mean, I was I was in my twenties, and I was like heavy into that stuff so that shit was kind of like more like a novelty yeah fun thing but um no, yeah I, I got like heavily into the tech deck so like do all the fucking tricks and stuff and do like kickflip nose blunt and all this stuff like real skate tricks and that i could never do in real life <laughs> hey those are making a comeback i've seen a lot of, a lot of like stores are carrying them again that's unbelievable to see dude they make like Wooden ones with like real trucks, real bearing wheels and stuff. They're like 150 bucks for a fingerboard. It's like oh, wow. the 90s are coming back. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they're they're exhausting the 80s. So now yeah. now it's yeah now it's the 90s. Right. Hey, I welcome it. It's Were you guys at all memories. 
Were you guys at all big into video games? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would, uh, definitely beg my parents for quarters to go to the arcade and and just put dollars into X-Men and uh, <laughs> and Turtles and Simpsons. I was all about the beat-em-ups. The yeah. I was beat -em -ups my heavily into Mega Man. That was my shit, Mega Man. Yeah. Yeah, I had arcade-wise, I was... It was like, you know, Double Dragon and stuff. I always loved the fighting games, Akari Warriors. And then... Uh, <laughs> Akari Warriors. Uh, yeah, Akari Warriors 2 was the shit. Like, and, uh, but then when I when I found Street Fighter 2 and then Mortal Kombat came out, mm -hmm. like when Street Fighter 2 was like getting pop, it was getting really big. Mm -hmm. I got obsessed with those. And uh, by the time Mortal Kombat 2 came out, mm -hmm. I was making the rounds. There were three malls in the area and i had my license by then dude I, I would i could spend two hours on 50 cents i was like one of the top like Holy like crap. two or three dudes I, I would do almost every day like after school and everything else i'd be circling those malls in mortal kind we had a we had one a machine in the bowling alley where i in my town as well mm -hmm. and uh yeah i was obsessed but uh regularly like, Console games, I I was that was another thing I got obsessive about. And, oh yeah, uh, I got my NES in '87, and I still have it. Oh, Weasel, oh. Weasel got a bunch of my games back in the late '90s. I never got back. Of <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, I had by between '87 and about '93 when I graduated high school, mm -hmm. I had every pretty much almost every system. I had Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Sega, Sega CD, TurboGrafx 16. I had the Power Glove, you know, the bazookas. Uh, oh, nice. I, I, had a, I had subscriptions to roughly 12 magazines. Yeah, I had every issue of Nintendo Power from number one through uh, probably around 93. Damn. And um, my dumb ass, dude, I sold everything except my original NES. Oh, wow. And I sold all my Nintendo powers to a, you know, video game store mm -hmm. to buy fucking a pair of Oakley sunglasses. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was definitely hey, a fucking. Right? So I, I got back in. I got back into the video games, and um, I've always been a very Nintendo was like, um, Nintendo's probably my big one. But yeah, dude, yeah. for those years, yeah, I mean, I was getting all the, you know, the Game Pro Electronic Gaming Monthly. And I would get the U.S. version, the Japanese version, the European version, and like the different country the Japanese versions. You'd be getting like all this screenshots and information months ahead of like what was happening in the U.S. and you know, no internet or any of that kind of crap. So right, yeah, yeah. Seriously, that I remember. I remember the Sears catalogs when I was growing up, and that's what we did for Christmas and our birthdays. We circle a page that we want. Oh and, yeah, uh, that had the item I wanted, and my parents would go through it and tell people, "Hey, this is what page they want for. Like, this is the gift." It wasn't <laughs> just like, "Hey, dude, it wasn't just like you just go on, and you just copy a link and share it." You had to actually do, you had to go through every toy catalog just to find what you wanted. Right. Yeah. yeah. In fact, yeah, no, my uh, my NES had was was from Sears, and it still has the tag on it mm -hmm. on the box. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I'll definitely hang on to that. That's gonna be worth some money someday. Yeah, I had someone offer to. They wanted to buy it for me a few years back, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know, maybe." And then I looked up what it was. I started investigating. I'm like, I don't really know what this stuff's worth. 
yeah. and I was eventually like, dude, yeah, I don't want to get rid of it. <laughs> I don't blame you. No, no it's not even about the money, but it's like I had that. It was my original one, you know, yeah. it's the one. Yeah. yeah so I got, I got like 20 boxes that are still in mint condition. Wow. They all have a hole in the back because I would hang them. I put a thumbtack from the inside through the back. I hung them all on my wall, so my, my, I had a wall that looked like a video game store. That's cool. Probably yeah. part of the reason I never had girlfriends as a kid. <laughs> uh, anymore, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like, if you have to be of that stuff now, I don't know, I think times, they, I don't know, everyone's changed. I think girls are way more open to that stuff now than they <laughs> were. I don't know. You might want to ask my wife about that. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's why I buy your pop figures, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she likes The Office, so I've been they, I've been picking her up The Office figures. Yeah, nice. I, got my, I, got my wife. Like, I don't really need them. I don't need to collect them all, but I'm like, I can't help myself. I'm like, right. I want yeah. to have the whole collection. Because <laughs> there's like 20 different kind of Dwights out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to them all. And I got my wife a little. They um, they did a they did a very short run on the NBC site. Um, it was an office Lego set. So oh, you really? built you built the the they just the, the the work desks in Michael's office, and then it came oh. with Dwight. It came with Dwight, Jim, Michael, and Pam, little figures. And That's awesome. uh, Pam, Pam, and Jim came with the uh, the tea the tea box or the the tea uh, the teapot. And inside teapots, all the stuff that Jim, you know, wrote to Pam that was personal that I think Phyllis got instead. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's a cool set. Yeah, I did. A, oh, I, are you familiar with the Super 7 company? They just put out that Milo figure. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Action figures. I started collecting those turtle figures. But uh, yeah, I saw that the Milo one was coming out. I, I just got that the other day. I saw that. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to Athena. <laughs> <laughs> She'll love it. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's your favorite band. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too much. It's funny. The skeletons are really cool too. I thought I think about getting one, but I just I just I don't I just don't. But they're yeah they're, yeah they're cool. I picked up a couple for my mom though. I introduced her to the pop figures just a few weeks ago. So she was, um, I grew up when one of the TV shows was relentless because my mom absolutely loved those, the Jetsons and, um, and uh, the Flintstones. And again, that was at Hanna-Barbera back to back. Sure, sure. Kind of tied it just like the Surf Smurfs and the Snorks. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I wonder, I, I saw a couple, they had a Fred and Barney. So I think it was 50 year anniversary for Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa oh, Pebbles. Okay. So it was yeah, it was Fred with a fruity bowl of fruity pebbles and and uh, Barney with the cocoa pebbles. I That's believe. That's awesome. I picked That's those awesome. up. My mom, my mom enjoyed those. HBO HBO Max since they've uh, they've been trying to revamp a Hanna Barbera series. Oh really? With all those with all those classic characters like into one show. Um, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of neat how they're trying to revive some of the old the old classics cartoons like that. Dude, the cartoons are cool, but there's Beverly Hills Cop. They're doing another Beverly Hills Cop with the same people. (laughs) Are they really? Some some things need to be left in the past, in my opinion. But 
the cartoon's cool. That movie, not so much. I don't know. I, I like Bill and Ted Face the Music, and maybe the only one, but I super enjoyed it. <laughs> I <laughs> I liked, it, was great. it was like the girls were so corny. Oh, but yeah. It was, but it totally fit. It, it totally fit. It was, it I, I enjoyed it. I didn't, I didn't care for the huge hit song at the end, but I mean, it, what it was, I enjoyed it. I, I, I haven't seen the whole thing yet. I've only oh, seen no, bits and pieces. But can you unsee John Wick? <laughs> I haven't. I want to. I haven't seen any of them yet. And that's good. So I, yeah, the John Wick and the uh, the Matrix, right? Keanu's doing both of those movies right now. Oh, they're. Uh, with his new Matrix? His new Matrix and a new John Wick, yeah. Whoa. Like I, I said, some things belong in John the past. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I, heard, I also heard they're doing another Evil Dead movie, too. I don't know how that's going to go over. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't hear and that they're, doing, they're yeah. doing a new Tajik Avenger movie, too. They're that would be Tajik cool. Avenger, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely watch that. I can't remember who's behind it, but it's a pretty big name. But I can't remember who it is. Huh. I know someone. I know someone's trying to revamp it, which would be which would be a lot of fun to see. Yeah, I I'd, I'd definitely watch that. Mm-hmm. I saw the uh, the U.S. premiere for Toxic Four. Okay. Citizen Toxy. Uh huh. Yeah, it was at an old theater in Boston, and uh, my band at the time, well, the Grand Pricks. We were working with Fork and Hand Records and Big D in the Kids Table, and mm-hmm. Steve, their bass player, brought us out to uh, to go see Toxic Four. Nice. So they had a cast there and everything, and yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, a local a local uh, a local theater uh, did a musical of the Toxic Avenger, and I went to, and that was dude, so it was like it was like a cast of five people, but they did it really funny. It was funny. It was good. It was good for what it was for a local theater. Yeah. I mean, you can't miss an opportunity to see something like that on stage. Yeah. It's cool. Good good stuff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Getting me drunk over here. Dude. He needs, I guess this is his fuel to get him going. I just opened oh, like, like 40 minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was super nervous about this, dude. I honestly, I'm not an alcoholic. I swear to God, <laughs> I don't drink this much usually. <laughs> but I function but I, better when I'm drunk. I do function better when I'm drunk. Sorry. <laughs> so where where are you living, Nick? Um, I am in Far- Farmington, Connecticut. I don't okay. know if you're familiar. No, I I I, I have a rough idea. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit, like, bit kind of southwest of West Hartford. So, so yeah, so you're not as far as New Haven. No, no. Um, it takes me roughly like half hour to get to Springfield if I need to. So it's oh, okay. weird. Yeah, it's so weird being back. It's it's a different world to Florida. Florida's its own being. <laughs> right. But uh, I'm I'm still I'm readjusting, but also I'm probably going back to Florida at some point. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, I definitely we should definitely uh, hook up before I leave. And I wanted yeah. to come to that show that you guys did in uh, Holyoke, but my wife's still paranoid about COVID, so we kind of 
decided not to go. That's but, understandable. Uh, yeah. Was that a big turnout for that show or the Holyoke show? Um yeah. it was, I mean it was in a it was in a jam space setup. Uh, it was cool. Yeah, there was a there was a bunch of people there. So it was how, it was a fun time. Nowadays, is it still just as bad as it used to be, or is it kind of cleaned up a little? Holyoke, Holyoke. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think there's some, some things happening there that it's like East Hampton's gotten a lot more, you know, probably more of a Northampton vibe going into it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Hol- I think Holyoke's been cleaning up in the areas, and they're, they're cool. a lot more, a lot more in the industrial down by the canals and all that. Yeah. Which is where the show was at. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I guess you could hear Holyoke's Holyoke. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just so you know, Scott Holyoke is, used to be, still is, the ghetto, kind of. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anything outside Indiana, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, I grew up in that area, like East Hampton, South Hampton, that whole area. And I lived in okay. for a while. Pretty much for- yeah, an old industrial town. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot, a lot of old factory buildings and canals that are emptied and repurposed. And um, yeah, I can kind of, I, I kind of get, yeah, I see you coming from. Yeah, like like the mills and all that kind of area. Right. Yeah, yeah. we have a we have a place in that called Miller. That's all. That's like all the mills. Um, yeah. So I, I, I kind of get a feel for what you guys are talking about. Yeah. Without being there. You yes. gotta get out to Indiana. What's up? Then I gotta get out to Indiana. Yeah, you should get out before October first for that freaking mom's basement show. Holy shit, what a lineup! I have tickets <laughs> for that show, by the way, Scott. Did you do? You end up buying them? I I bought them. I don't well, know if I'm gonna go. be able to go, so if not, I'll hope you can go. It's gonna be a but... fucking banger of a show, man. I definitely am trying to figure it out, but I have the tickets, so yeah, it's my it should be my first show back from COVID. I can't. It's gonna be such a good one. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I miss going to shows. Well, I mean, I guess since we're on the topic of music, do you have anything you want to plug, Jay? Anything coming up or? No, but I think you guys should plug your ears because you don't want to hear all the crap I got. <laughs> <laughs> but your fans do, like you said, all three of them. And we got two right here. What you got? Uh, well, uh, I got a seven inch that just came out. So it's a uh, split seven inch with my buddy Jeffrey Thunders, who's from uh, New Haven, New London, Connecticut, down those areas. Jeffrey Thunders and the Scabs. We each did two tunes. I uh, teamed up with Pavid Vermin for my songs. Nice. And we did a little split seven inch record. So pressed 300 copies, and um, Rat Girl Records helped us put that out. Nice. So that that just hit. It's uh, it's, it's it's a great seven inch. No, it's thank you. So good, man. So enjoyable. I wish it was more than just you know two songs a piece, but it's still a good one. It's cool here because I those songs to me were kind of um. I, I well to be honest, I wrote them for both of those songs for uh, this young band called Color Killer, who I am um, I'm a songwriter for. They never used We Want to Skate, so it's my song still. That's cool. <laughs> They're both my songs. But um, <laughs> uh, when I wrote Toothless, I keep writing songs for those kids. When I, when I, Every time I'd write one, I'm like, shit, do I give it to them? I'm like, damn it. 
I wrote it for him. Yeah. But yeah, those tunes were those tunes are just so much more laid back for me yeah. and kind of like just maybe just that old school straight ahead thing kind of I almost felt inadequate doing them, I guess, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because maybe because I just kind of like let myself go on that one. I was like, this is just purely fun and there's I, I didn't have like a hard emotion put into them. And yeah. um the we, we want to skate tune. I don't skate. I'm I'm a BMXer through and through. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, ah, should I do it? And I and I had Glenn at the end of the song, he did the uh I was like, hey, you want to say something about me being a poser or something? <laughs> and he's kind of just like, dude, you don't even skate. <laughs> but no, it's fun to hear like what 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 fans, you know, because I do all these projects and stuff, and like for me the songs mean different things and yeah. I would never put out like what I thought I'd never put out a throwaway song, but sometimes some stuff feels, you know, like this is really immature, but I like it. Yeah. And this yeah. is kind of like a basic pop punk song, but you know, yeah, it's kind of like sometimes if you like, if you like what you're doing and you're, you're behind it, it doesn't have to be your favorite thing, but it could be somebody else's. Right. Absolutely. It's also yeah. subjective, but yeah, dude, I'm glad you did the tunes. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Man. It's killer. And, they have a test press is really cool. Yeah. 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 I didn't. Yeah. You know what? He he wound up never. He wound up sending it right to you, so I didn't get the sign. I, know, I was. I never saw an autograph. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personal. I actually just never had the yeah, record. Yeah, no, I told you that's fine. It's good just to, just to have it is awesome. You know. But um, yeah. being um, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a solo album I'm working on. So anyone that's familiar, I did a my first out of the Prozac's adventure. And that was Here's My Heart. That was 2013. And um, I'm doing my second pronounced solo album. And this one's called Won't Let Go. So I got 11 songs. I'm at the stage right now of minor. Everything's mixed as of a few days ago. Oh, great. I'm I'm going in for a couple more sessions just to tweak a few things and hopefully get it off the mastering. I've been working on the record for all through COVID. Awesome. You know, nice. It's not taken so long. It's just been hard to get the time in with the engineer and everything. Oh, and all the house yeah. you're doing. So I have the solo album coming. I don't have any release info. I plan to put it on vinyl, on CD, and the digital, and all that. I yeah. just don't know, you know, where, how that's happening, or with who, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, it'll come out one way or another. So I'm pretty. I'm very excited. It's a uh, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, you, you know, have your kid on there too, don't you? Yeah, I saw uh, yeah. a post about that. Yeah, uh, my my youngest son is on it very very prominently. Awesome. My older son contributed some in nice. some backing areas. My wife sings on it as well. Fantastic. And uh, Man, yeah, I had a quite a few. Uh, the Dirt Bike Annie song is going on there, so I have that whole. Oh. So, I didn't want to, yeah, that whole collaboration. Oh, yeah. That, so, was, that, was, that was thanks to you guys. So, to you, Nick, and uh, putting that together, we're glad that happened. And I felt it was worthy to put oh on the album. That is absolutely my favorite song on that Mutant Pop tribute. So freaking good. You guys did such a good job on that. Thank you. Yeah, it was much, much more than a uh, cover song. So, that's why I, it really fits in putting it on here, you know, and having Dan and Jeannie and, MC on it was 
just really put if, the ice on the cake. Oh yeah, and if you're talking about nostalgia, my God, that song, like back on your bad reputation uh, BMX video, yeah. I would replay that part over and over and over just to hear that song. I freaking love that song. So it's like pure nostalgia when I hear it. It's cool, man, because like a lot of people got turned on to them through that video when it's uh. That, that's how I found them. Yeah, yeah, that's no, cool. Uh, yeah. I, like I still have the frames in my embedded in my mind, you know, with a uh, Alan Zellowa coming in, you know, at, at Yagle Trails and. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. God, so I love video. I'm so mad that somebody stole the VHS I had, and then you had like a copy for sale a while ago, and I couldn't afford to get it. I was so disappointed. Uh, yeah, but that 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 BMX video was like my absolute favorite. It brought back so many memories every time I watched it of like because I knew a lot of the same people you knew and a lot of people in that video I knew so right a lot of nostalgia in that video that was a that was a big one for me too I um the first loose video was uh chicken fight yeah. that was more Maddie Branscombe mm -hmm. I I did some of the uh he did all the editing it was basically his video and then when I started loose he was kind of part of it and we were yeah. like, can we make it a loose video. So for me, Chicken Fight was, I picked out like half the music and he picked out half the music. I assembled some of the sections. Yeah. And uh, when it came to Bad Reputation, like that was my baby. I made the video totally the way I, I wanted it. And I, I was living in Michigan at the time. Really? And um, that's, where, that's where the BMX Michigan t-shirt came from. Oh. The, the, the shirt with the B and the big M, the Michigan yeah. M. Yeah, because I was living in Michigan. Oh, so, uh, yeah, so I was hanging with all the Albies guys and everything, and um, nice the time. And uh, this this kid that I met up there, him and his two brothers, both all rode. His name was Elliot uh, Van Orman, and uh, yeah, he was into video editing. So I wound up working on Bad Reputation with him. I had a box of like fifty something cassette tapes that I got. I think I had stuff from Weasel. I had stuff from Joe Grimaldi. I, yeah. I lived in North Carolina, so I was riding with Dave Muir and Nyquist quite often. So that's, that's why there was footage. that's why I had footage of those guys because I lived in North Carolina with Lee Ramsdale yeah. calling uh, them. And, yeah. So I remember I saw like uh, Nyquist and Muir in the Bad Religion or um, Bad Reputation video. Yeah, so that was all. Well, that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, I spent time living in Detroit. I spent time living in North Carolina in Greenville. And um yeah that so so that that video kind of like ties those parts of my life together. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's cool and it's it's it's, it's awesome and just like music like I get to put a Grand Prix video and song in there, you know. That's and that's so and I had, I had being 15 year olds at the end from yeah. uh the queers up in uh the Elvis room in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. So that was yeah. my first time ever playing with the queers. So we had a huge uh, you saw that video. There was a huge fucking crowd. I'm wearing an SM bike shirt and like it was half the crowd was the BMX. Oh yeah. Know. So yeah, Grand Prix had a huge BMX following. Um, the Prozacs it didn't really follow. It didn't carry over, but yeah. Well, speaking yeah, of Grand Prix, we appreciate you listening to your song on my time for our intro song. We yeah, appreciate that. That's super cool of you guys do. It's a great song and uh, it's a hub way to kick off the the podcast or video yeah. cast, as you will. Um, Interestingly enough, that's the first song I ever 
wrote. Really? That's the first Grand Prix song, that. My Time and Beer and 15-Year-Olds. So <laughs> My Time was the first song I, the first song that I ever wrote. That, and I didn't write the music. I wrote the words. Sure. But that yeah. was the first Grand Prix. Officially, the first Grand Prix song was My Time. So that's my first song ever. So that's we're pretty cool. That's awesome. We are super honored and we're super excited. Um, yeah, definitely. So, well, this is rad, dude. I'm stoked to be a part of this, the, the first uh, first episode here. Yeah, and we, we hope it goes well with the with the viewers and the listeners. But I mean, there's only who can tell. But we're doing it for us. If people want to watch, yeah. kind of, we're not trying to make a buck. We just want to just bullshit and just no. Like I said, I, like, I, like I said, I've I've talked to you online several times, but never had a face to face conversation. And this is what I what I want to do is get to know people. You know, not yeah. just about their not just about their music, but how they were growing up or their hobbies and stuff. Because a lot of people get to get to find that stuff out. You know. Yeah, yeah definitely. No, it's cool. Like um. I was on another podcast recently that went in directions I wasn't expecting. And um, I was very insecure about it coming out. And I got a lot of, there was a lot of great response on it, which was really cool. And it's kind of just made you think like, yeah, you know what? Like how many times can you tell the same story over and over again? So, and it's, exactly. uh, I, I love, this is cool. Cause yeah, we, I don't know. I didn't really know what we were going to talk about. And maybe right. it was a rough idea and we Danced around some cool stuff, so yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, we made yeah. it. Um, we made it. We made it. And we made made it this far. Yeah, you know, and things like things like this, they maybe somebody wants to learn something new about you yeah. or you or me or right. whatever. And my my fear, my biggest fear was going to be dead time, and I don't think we had much of that at all. I think we yeah. kept a very steady conversation. I'm um, a little disappointed in myself. I just have to point out because I promised myself I'd finish this within an hour. I still have that much left. Well, technically, Nick, no, we're at an hour and four. Sorry, you lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, we, like, we, we super appreciate this so much. Don't take the time out of your day to yeah, two bozos a chance to, to put something together. <laughs> like, I, dude, I'm so thrilled. And it could have been, could have been a better, better person to do this with. Yeah, definitely. Uh, aside, Nick, I'm talking about you. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you. And then um, I guess I'll close it. Are you guys good? Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to end it as, um, again, I want to thank Jay so much for being on our show. And Seriously. And time to talk to Nick and I. It has been an honor. And like I said, I I am just a huge fan of yours and everything you do. And to get I to know you were, better. You were my first show. You popped my show, Cherry. So... <laughs> Uh, I know you're on a kind of a personal level means the real to me that you would let us do that. And yeah. thank you again for letting us use your song, My Time, as our intro music. And uh, listeners and viewers, we will feel your ear holes next time on Ambivalence. Thanks for watching and listening. And that's how we're, that's how we're end it. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, Rock. Thank you, Jay. You have a great night, Thanks man. So much. Um, you we'll too. All right. Take soon. care. Yeah. All right. Later. So much. It was a great time.